Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, we continue along on a Motown Misery Monday in the nation's capital and beyond. Thanks to Jay Gruden. We'll get back to you on the phones in just a couple of minutes. Hang tight. Ron Rivera right now addressing reporters at Command Land. So he left a hamstring issue. It's, how is he? Well, I couldn't tell you right now. Um, truth of the matter is I will probably know a little bit more, a little bit later, you know, because we got in so late. We got in around 5 o'clock this morning. So most of the guys are, have probably just come in or – uh, came in just a little bit ago, and so we really haven't gotten a full evaluation yet of everybody. And then with yesterday's performance and looking back um, at the defense especially, did you feel that was more execution? Were there different calls or things that should have been done? What what was your instinct there? Well, the biggest thing more than anything else, and, and I kind of felt it yesterday and, and kind of got a chance to look at it and, and look at some of the numbers and – you know, we got to be better on, on first and second down situations. Um, we put ourselves in a couple of really good third down situations and we were able to convert and we held them four for 14. Um, but, yeah, there were, there were some first and second down things that we got to get better at. And, you know, it's collectively we have to be better overall. You know, we're playing a, a, a number of different guys now, um, you know, especially after last week. And there's, there's some cohesion that has to come. You know, guys got to come together and work together and, so it's it's a little bit of that more than is anything else, but again, it's it's collective. We all have to be better. Hey, Ron, going sticking with the defense, the number of big plays allowed, and it's been a lot over the years. I know mm-hmm. last year the second half wasn't as bad, nearly as bad, but over the years it has been. What, how, how do you put a how do you put your finger on that as to what's going wrong there? How much of that goes to coaching, goes to players, and, and when you assess that? Well, I think a lot of when you look at it goes to, to really a collective thing. And, and more than anything else, is it's, it's guys doing the things that they need to do, us putting them in the position to have success. And it's unfortunate that, you know, we as a whole haven't done the things that we needed to do at the right time. I mean, it's, it's difficult because we've had opportunities to win football games. And, and, and part of it is, too, is taking advantage of the uh, – the, the takeaway battle. I mean, we we we've, we've had balls that have been out there that we just we didn't we didn't finish it up. I mean, we missed a couple of opportunities to have a couple of interceptions yesterday that you know was disappointing. And and so we've got to continue to battle and get better at it. And then when you look at what Sam has done, if you go back to the beginning of the year and someone tells you Sam is doing this at this point in the year, what kind of season would you think you would be having at this point? 
Well, if, if everything was coming together, you'd, you'd like to think we'd be better than we are right now. But you are what your record says you are. And, you know, with, uh, with, with the number of games we have left, it, it's, you know, obviously we've got to make hay. We've got to start winning football games and, and at a, a more consistent rate, obviously. Ron, last week we talked about finding the way that the run game fit into the offense. Do you feel like that continued yesterday? I thought it did, especially when, um, you know, later in the game when, when we, we put a couple of really good runs together, it, it, it opened up some things offensively, and we scored on our last two series to give ourselves a chance. And what stood out to you that Sam maybe did differently or that he showed progress in yesterday? Well, I'll tell you, it, it, to be honest with you, there, there's not a lot of things that are standing out that all of a sudden you go, oh, wow, that's new. Um, because I think he's gotten to a point where he's done a lot of good things. He's, he's putting a lot of things together. Um, you know, he's still growing. He's still learning. And by no means is he there. But, you know, again, it, it, it's some consistency. Because we had a little bit of a lull where, where we, we, we didn't uh, convert. I think it was like uh, three or four series in a row. And, and we had opportunities to convert as an offense, and we didn't. So, you know, some of that has to happen. I mean, you, you've, you've got to be able to be consistent throughout the game. You know, start fast, play smart, and finish strong. I mean, that, that's what we've got to be able to do. And in that little low where it's three or four series in a row where we're, we're going out after three or four snaps, um, you know, we've got to be more consistent with that. And, and that's all part of the growth as well. Why do, you, why do you think those lulls happen, and, and how can you make progress with them? Well, it's about making plays. It's about being consistent, um, and I think that's the biggest thing, whether it's something that goes up, up front with the, uh, with the line or something with the execution, or, or, or maybe there could have been a different call. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's still trying to find our footing a, as a unit, and, and that's for you know, both sides of the ball, offensively, defensively. I mean, you know, it, it's it's one of those things that collectively, somewhere along the line, something is still you know being developed and learning and understanding. For Benjamin St. Juice in in particular, I know he had um, two penalties on that. I think it was the second to last drive there. Um, do, do you say anything to him after that? Is that it, or are you just kind of let him work through that? Well, you let him work through it for the most part. You just tell him just continue to compete. I mean. It's tough because for as much, you know, for, for the penalty they called on him, you know, to, to, to sit there and, and look at as much contact as, as being allowed, you know, you, you, you almost wonder, you know, why would that be called at that time? I mean, compared to some of them that weren't. I've got about three or four that I'm going to send in and ask if I can get explanations on these as to why they weren't called or why they were called, um, just so I can see if, you know, where the consistency is. And, and right now, there's not a lot of consistency in, 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 the, in, in the calls that are being made or not made for that matter. What could he have done? That aside, they called the penalty. So what could he have done better to lessen the chance of a penalty being called in that situation? Well, I think for the most part is just the fact that there was contact. Um, the, the thing I struggle with is if you look at it, you'll see that the receiver puts his hand on him just as much. You know, and, and again, it's, it's as you sit there and you talk about, is he getting an edge? At what point are, are, are the, um, is, is the contact leading to an individual having an advantage over the other? That was one of the criteria that when I was on the, um, on the coaches committee that we talked about that needs to be one of the, one of the criteria. So whether you have a penalty or not, for as much contact's being allowed and hand fighting that's being allowed, 
if a guy's getting a true advantage, well, that ball was thrown high and away, and I'm not sure if anybody had an advantage right there when that ball was thrown. Hey, Ron. When you, talk about guys, when you talk about guys getting opportunities, uh, what do you make of Percy Butler's kind of growth throughout the season and, and the plays he's been able to make? I think that's one of one of the guys that, that that's gotten a lot of opportunities. You know, obviously with 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 the injury to Defoe, um, he's had to step up, and again, he's he's still growing and learning. But with his athletic ability, his ability to run, um, you know, you'd like to see him continue to to, to grow and, and and show you what he's capable of, which he's doing. Um, he made a couple of really nice plays on the ball. Uh, he did miss a tackle on, on one situation, and it's one of those things that again he's he's got to understand. You know, he's he's the topper. He, he's the guy that's got to put a lid on it and, and kind of allow a play to continue. And so he'll continue to work at that and, and understand and learn his angles. I mean, he's a good young player that, that, that's got a bright future in this league. Hey, hey Ron, um, when you go back and look at the hiring of Eric, and more specifically, you guys were obviously a more run-focused team last year. We spent part of the offseason discussing uh, being a run-first team, and then you have this big shift where it's pass-heavy very much. How much was that about you just wanting to make the switch versus, hey, once I just talked to Eric, decided he was the guy I was willing to make the switch. I think it was a combination of those things, you know, because when I started out, you know, looking for uh, a new coordinator, you know, I, I, I had a number of candidates. I had uh, about 11 or 12 in total, um, looked at a lot of resumes, and then had a number of, of interviews that I brought guys in and, and spent a lot of time with them. And one thing you did see was you, you did see from a lot of these, these, these guys is the pass, especially the quick game, the quick passing game, the, the, a lot of them consider the extended handoff. And, you know, we really seem to be getting that in sync an awful lot, the, the, the quick throws, um, the throws to the backs. I mean, how many times did our backs catch the ball in the flat? How many times did our, our backs catch just running a little simple circle out of the backfield? Um, so to, to, to look at it and say, you know, that's just an extended handoff, that kind of goes along the way with running the ball. But – the actual runs, and, and when you see them, especially you saw it in the second half, there are a couple of things that, that, that we wanted to get to and we got to, and, and you really saw it. We, I think it was, uh, we had four runs in a row that were over six, seven yards each, and we really saw us take a couple of chunks, and I think that helped open up some things downfield. So those are some of the things that looking at what we're, we've been working on and what we're trying to get synced to with our passing game, I think that's part of it. Sort of All right, we're going to jump in here and cut this off. Uh, uh, just listening and uh, observing, I guess, a little bit of what Ron Rivera had to say after another disappointing 29-26 uh, loss, as you know by now, obviously. Uh, you know, I haven't made any changes or whatever. Not a lot of juicy details uh, from there. I, I would say the one thing that he continues – you know, to hammer on is that the fourth and five penalty on defensive pass interference on Benjamin St. Juice, he made it clear, like, he was signaling that it was an uncatchable ball live. I mean, he's not really changing his tune. And as a matter of fact, he's basically saying that both guys were essentially fighting, you know, for the ball and making contact uh, with each other. You know, so... I mean, listen, is that crying over spilled milk? Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe. I want to take a better look at it. I thought uh, on the replay that I saw, I thought it was a defensive pass interference, but, I mean, clearly they think it wasn't. And if you think about it, that's a fourth and five play. 
And after that follows, you know, of course, the first down, a too-many-men penalty, and then St. Just again with the face mask, and then the locket go-ahead touchdown in the front corner of the end zone, again beating St. Juice. If, of course, they don't call that defensive pass interference, Seattle turns the ball over on downs. And Washington probably wins, right? I mean, I mean, who knows if they do what they did after that, which was the Diami touchdown drive. Um, you know, who knows? But, I mean, obviously a huge, huge sequence uh, of events. All right, let's get to Sean in Connecticut, who's been waiting on for way too long. Sean, sorry about that. Uh, how are you, my friend? Um, I'm okay, Chris. No, no problem. I know. I understand. Uh, it usually guys are a little bit behind with Linnell, but I understand everyone has a, has a busy day here and there. It's okay. Um, so yeah, it's, I'm just going to go a little bit rapid fire. Uh, I thought Hal made some throws yesterday that I could like, like that one, I like that one throw to Diami is the one that everyone's talking about. Cause obviously he's a huge play at the end mm-hmm. of the game. But that one throw to Gibson with the – I think it was a D-end right in his face. I thought that ball got tipped up, and I thought it was fluttering and it was going to get picked off or something. I could not believe that he stood in there, got the ball off, and delivered it. And I know he was wide open, but delivered it perfectly to him. Like, I, I, I could not believe that. Um, I thought the D-line was you, – you, You're, you're talking about that. on the Gibson touchdown or – Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I I, I want to take a better look at that one again. See, what I saw on that was an anticipation throw when he, you know, he knows the route that Antonio Gibson's running, who runs an immediate release. He gets the matchup with Bobby Wagner, a pretty darn good linebacker and maybe a Hall of Fame linebacker at some point. But he throws that, makes the decision to throw it to a spot, basically almost like from what I remember on, on almost like a seven route concept. Uh, like a post-corner yeah. type concept, and that's an anticipation throw because he throws it and he makes the decision before Antonio Gibson actually beats Bobby Wagner and actually is out of his break. That's what I saw. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I was just very impressed by that. Um, I thought the D-line was non-existent. I'm, I, I think the fact that a D-tackle can get a holding penalty, I, I can kind of understand it, yeah. but at the same time, like... I didn't think that was a penalty, and I just think that's a horrible rule to begin with. Um, I'm never, I don't like to blame losses on the ref, and I'm not going to, but it just feels like every single week the refs aren't giving us any calls in big moments. I'm not referencing that St. Juice because I'm not like, I'm not, I'm really not shocked that they called it because he need, he has to learn to be less handy because he, he it, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to get into that too much. Um, I, well, I think but this is, but to your overall point, right? That again comes on a fourth and five, right? And and they're saying yeah. it's uncatchable, right? Which would yeah. essentially <laughs> neuter the defensive pass interference. They're not saying yeah. necessarily that it was that St. Juice didn't make any contact, um, you, yeah. you know. But 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 that but that along with you know um, um, a, uh, that one along with obviously you know the the. Forbes penalty early in the game, which again, nobody's questioning that it was a penalty. Yeah. It's questioning whether it's an ejection. That those two things kill them ultimately in this game. Yeah. Ultimately, it kills them because yeah. you also have to kind of wonder if Emmanuel Forbes would have been in coverage in some of those spots against Lockett, against uh DK Metcalf for different looks and different, you know, 
I, I guess, different type of, uh, you know, t- to change something up, and they really couldn't change anything up because they were so thin. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I totally agree. Um, it's just, it's, it, it's extremely. Fr- I know we traded the DNs, but it's extremely frustrating having a defense this horrible. I, I just for once in my life would like the Washington team to play complementary football because it just seems like all my entire life and all season long, one side's doing well and the other one completely sucks. And then the other one gets going and the other one can't do anything. So that's really frustrating. Last two points. Um, I, I'm not, I, I'm not going to go into Jack Del Rio because it wouldn't, I don't want to get you guys in trouble because I'm not, I, I wouldn't be able to control my myself at this point. It's just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Um, I think that I, I, I was, I thought of you yesterday when they had those what two back to back like fifteen yard runs, mm-hmm. um, and then I, when Howell said in the in the post game press of that establishing the run game really helps. Yep, I just thought like the enemy needs to get more creative running the ball because it just felt like last like yesterday half or half or more of the runs were the same exact like you just got to mix it up. Maybe like why, why don't I I I wasn't sure why we kind of abandoned. Like I, I would like to see in the jet sweep with Curtis Samuel or John, like we have the speed. It just seems like, and the one thing, one of the last things I want to say is I understand you, you want to be unpredictable and you want to catch him off guard, but running several tight end screens for John Bates, it, it just, uh, John Bates, I, I, no, no, he made, he, he had a good game. He, he made the most out of his opportunities yesterday, but he's a blocking tight end. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I just think it's, it's, it's really surprising and that first half, besides the first draw, I couldn't believe that that fifty-one yard touchdown. I that never had. Like I was like, oh my god! Like <laughs> I couldn't believe it. But the, it just it shows yet again that the offense, when they're on, they look great. But then when they're not on, they're horrible. Right. And it, I these games are so winnable. And I don't like to like the refs obviously aren't helping us. But good teams win games like that, even if the refs don't give them every Correct. call. Correct. Correct. I'm just so. I, I'm so sick and tired of this coaching. And it, I thought Bienemy, he's not perfect. It's definitely an improvement. And I think it would be good to keep him and, and Howell together next year just because you don't want to disrupt him. Um, but I, I, I just like I, this coaching staff and this defense. Like the, one, the last thing I'm going to end on, the one that really, really, really pissed me off, there's a picture of it was on ESPN and it was a picture of the game winning field goal by Jason Myers, who for fancy reasons, I hate. Um, and all the D linemen are, are sticking their hands up in the air, doing they're all to at least try to block it. And then you look at the guy who we just gave a big sack full of money and he's, he's just watching. He doesn't have his arms up and he's not, it's not like he's being held by a block or it's on. He's just standing there watching. And like, it, it drives me insane. The beginning of this year, we thought that we finally paid someone that Broncos game. I thought we finally paid someone, and they're going to keep playing hard. Where has him and John yeah. Allen been since, like, last week? Listen, Thanks, Sean, Chris, I, pr- I appreciate day. you. I know, you. I know you're hot. I appreciate it. Um, th- listen, there were moments where both Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne were destructive forces yesterday. Moments. That's the problem. There's moments. It's not... No impact. It's not sustainable impact. Period. Uh, I got to go back and watch that game-winning field goal. I, I kind of just, you know, whatever. I mean, I knew it was over. Um, there were moments. So I, I, I don't want to kill them. 
Here's the bottom line on both offense, defense, and you want to throw special teams because Cheeseman was awful yesterday. Sly obviously partially missed the extra point because of that. Um, you know, whatever. There are just too many things that this team, there are a bunch of things that they do right. Look at Jamin Davis, a couple of runs for losses, run tackles for losses yesterday. There are a couple of things that this team does right. Maybe a handful, but then there's two handfuls, or maybe it's a handful and a half that they do wrong, and that's why they lose. They do more things wrong or not good enough, and that's offense and defense. Do not let the offense completely be free of blame here. They scored nine points in the first half. People, that's not good enough. They ran the ball five times. That's not enough to determine that you're not good enough at running the ball. Because guess what? If you're cooking in the passing game, you're not just scoring nine points, period. Period. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, coming up, we're going to hear about a big weekend for the Great Eight and the Washington Capitals. That's a couple of minutes away. Stay tuned for that. But first, back to the phones. Um, sorry about the long waits. Just be patient with us. Uh, let's go to Paulie. Right here on the Ace Law Listener Lines. What up, Paulie? How are you? Hail to the W. What's going on, Rufio? Hello, Paulie. How you? What's going on, my guy? You know what I mean? What's shaking? Did you have a good weekend? This is, oh, man, I had a great weekend, good. man. How about yourself, man? Yeah, I mean, uh, raised you know a lot mean? of money hey. for Best Buddies on uh, on, on Friday night. Got to uh, – my, my son got up on stage, took the mic, and uh, did a mic drop. Uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Hey, hey, I was, uh, I was looking at a couple of them pictures, bro. Hey. Uh, you like me. I know you didn't need a DNA uh, test or anything like that because your son is a spitting image of you, bro. <laughs> yeah, he is. He kind of he kind of looks like me, which is not exactly uh, not exactly uh, gr- great news for him. But you know, hey, we we do the best we can. Hey, I, hey, I, I found a real chicken hawk. Linnell <laughs> Linnell is just baby Russell. <laughs> Your son, that's the real chicken hawk, man. <laughs> I have two sons. Hey, look, man. 
Yo, my man Mark, I think he just might be a little frustrated about what he's seeing with the defense because Cam Curl is not a guy to be attacking. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to say the secondary as a whole sure. has been playing well, we can say that. And even if you want to say the safeties as playing in combination with each other as a little rocky, you could say that too. I just think the safety position had an identity crisis at the beginning of the season. And, and that's due to the fact that I think Cam Curl and Defoe uh, are the same type player. And you try to put Defoe in the middle of the field, and I don't think he was that advanced with his football safety IQ yet to put himself in positions to make plays because he don't have the range like the, the, the younger guys mm-hmm. like Butler and, and Quan Martin have. You know? But you see Butler yesterday by far was his best game. So – and, and just like, you know, Sam Howell, that quarterback, and, and even Quan Martin and, and, and Chris Paul, any guy that's playing for the first time, man, they're going to go through their growing pains. You just got to hope that they stop making the same mistakes twice and get better. Yeah. And hopefully we've seen that with Butler yesterday. Let's see next week if Butler can put together another good game. I know it's not going to be a real good test, especially if uh, Danny DeVito is that quarterback. You know what I mean? So – but let's just see I think both of those guys are slowly game. coming along is 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 the overall yeah, point. Yeah, yeah you yeah. see it. You see them making plays, yeah. but you also see them making some mistakes yep. too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But they just gotta they just gotta fight to get consistency. So I don't think that Cam Curl in the safety position is really the problem. You know what I mean? The defense as a whole is it definitely most definitely the defense as a whole is a problem. How's that uh that old uh addition by subtraction theory going? <laughs> not too good, I don't think. Well, you know right, I mean? but but I mean, I mean, let me ask you this honestly: if they would have had Chase Young yesterday, let's let's just use that. Do you think they would have won that game? It's not about having Chase Young and winning the game. It's about the pressure. We, you know, since these trades, we have no pressure on the yeah. quarterback. Yeah, and you, you know, had we, to cook, and you had to cook I mean, up pressure in the I, second half. I, I think we got a couple of covered sacks from, from Payne and Allen yesterday, mm-hmm. but it hasn't been immediate in-your-face type pressure pause. I agree. You know, so that, that's that's the difference with that. You know what I mean? And, and Jack, man, I, Jack and Ron, man, this game has passed these, both these coaches by. I hate to say it. The players are not responding to them. You know, you know they might, you know, uh, this is what I see with that. I don't understand, Jack. You know, he. I mean, the last two calls with, with – I mean, everybody in the re- in the stadium, everybody sitting at home watching that game was saying, "Okay, they showing blitz. Well, why are they showing blitz right now in this situation?" Okay, Metcalf's on the outside. Here comes the swing. I mean, the easy thing would have been do- to do was to back out of the blitz and put a guy underneath that slant. But uh, he came with the blitz a little, a little, and it was a, a stunt type of blitz at that. So it wasn't where it was something that was going to draw immediate pressure into his face. Pause again. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not taking these games, you know, to heart because even though we could be in these games, we're gonna find a way to lose. Yep. We're a bad team. Ron's a bad coach. You know, I got into his machine early. He says, no, we're just not a good team. Look, just because we look at half decent on offense, and the offense hasn't put it all together yet, we're just looking better on offense. That's just one side of the ball, man. A team is a team. Three, 
phases of the game, offense, defense, and special teams. We're not a good team. Period. Man. I, I agree. And I, I say this. I, I heard you. I heard you earlier talking about uh, Eric Bieniemy saying he's he's supposed to brought a winning culture. I mean, it's hard for him to bring to change a whole culture. Really, what he was supposed to bring, and what I think he has brought, is organization to the offense. I mean, if you look at his style and Scott Turner's style of offense, it's not really that big of a difference except for Bienemy and getting positive results out of that style of pass-happy offense. Well, yeah. There, and, I mean, and, I mean, and, there's uh, a couple, yeah, there's a couple of things there that obviously we don't have time to get into today, but we'll definitely get into uh, tomorrow uh, with the DOC. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate you. Uh, sorry about the long wait. Uh, we'll get to Bones. We'll get to Eddie. We'll get to Lap. We'll get. Uh, we'll try and get to everybody before we get on out of here. Appreciate you guys uh, being patient. Mondays are are tough as well because of the Jay and and Ron back to back and all that. But we try and get as many calls as we can. Time for a quick trending alert right here. Team nine eighty and the Odyssey app. Stay tuned to hear about Ovi's big weekend in Gotham. Uh, the Wizards, uh, not good yesterday in Brooklyn. Uh, they lost on Friday night as as well at home uh, to Charlotte, a game that Matt Essick was in attendance for a play-in tournament game. Tonight, the Wiz up in Toronto. Coverage at 7-15 uh, right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app against the Raptorious ones. Uh, again, make sure you listen right here to Wizards basketball as they try and get their third win of the year. Meanwhile, over on the fan, 7.30, the coverage for pregame, 8.15, the kickoff up in Orchard Park, New York. It is the somewhat surging Denver Broncos winners of two in a row against the Buffalo Bills. Monday night football again in Buffalo on 106.7 The Fan and the Odyssey app, and that's what's trending. It's 4-1 Washington. A face-off run right back to the top of the near circle. And he beats Simeon Volomov. Ovechkin makes it 1-0 Washington. Little shake, rattle, and roll, baby. Alex Ovechkin and the Capitals getting the job done not once, but twice. First in New Jersey on Friday night, and then, as you just heard, a couple of goal calls from John Walton on the Capitals radio network. The opener off the faceoff, one-timer, bang, and then the empty netter. And that's always how Ovechkin collects some extra damage. The icing on the cake of a weekend sweep for the Capitals. Uh, while we sit here and bitch and kvetch about the Washington Commanders and what they did, how about the Capitals after a really tough start? They are cooking uh, right now. Uh, it is presented Alex Ovechkin's chase of history by our friends at Main Street Bank. To your local bank local, put their team in your office. Visit mstreetbank.com for more 
information. Good job by Maddie putting it all together there. Uh, appreciate that. And uh, obviously, again, a huge, you know, back-to-back set of weekend wins on the road. I mean, Hunter Shepard the other night, just awesome against the Islanders. Yeah, listen, the, the Islanders are not the most offensively blessed team by any stretch. It's so weird. The Capitals seem to play way, 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 way better against the Islanders on Long Island or in Belmont and previous on Long Island than they do here at Capital One. It's almost like the two teams are almost reversed. It almost seems like the Islanders play really well at Capital One Arena. They shut them out 4 nothing just about a week and a half ago, uh, did the Islanders. And then almost always when the Caps go up to, um, again, now UBS Arena and Belmont Park, and before that, the Nassau Coliseum, and even in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center, you know, it always seems like the Capitals, for whatever reason, play much, much, much better against the Islanders on the road. I, I can't explain it. Don't know. Don't know why, but a back-to-back weekend sweep uh, is awesome. So we should uh, give an attaboy and a salute to the Capitals. Again, it's still early on. Uh, plenty of time to, you know, see what happens the rest of the way, but we should not forget about that. All right, back to the phones we go. Uh, let's say hello to Bones, who's been on hold. Uh, what up, Bonesy? How are you? Bones? Oh, no. He gone. Oh. Uh, let's go to Eddie in Centerville. What up, Ed? How are you? Thanks for the nice tweet, pal. Appreciate you. Oh, you're good. You're good. I, I was always listening to you guys um, as much as I can, you know. I, I, we, 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 I, we appreciate um, it. I, I, heard, I heard you on the way in today uh, with, with, <laughs> with B. Mitch and Finley. Uh, so it was like, hmm. Interesting, interesting to hear, like, you know, because sometimes, uh, obviously, both stations have, you know, some of the same calls, but but in, in a lot of ways, you know, both stations have a complete, almost a, a completely different set of cast of characters. So it's always interesting when I hear, yeah. you know, when, when and especially, like, you know, when I know, oh, okay, you know, like, th- that kind of thing, you know. <laughs> it's even more interesting when I hear you at, at, at yeah. like, 1245 and I'm right. like no I go to I go to that one I don't know about you guys most, most of the time most I appreciate of the time I go to that one yeah no I appreciate you I mean those guys yeah. those guys are always good to have me on it helps that I cook them lunch so uh you know I heard that too yeah everybody seemed to um, like so- it I, I was a little worried about it because I had a bunch of things going on uh in my life so I wasn't able to put the proper uh you know chef's kiss on it but I, I you know unless they come in tomorrow complaining that I gave them the stomach flu I I guess I did okay someone will they yeah. will you oh, know yeah. them yeah. <laughs> um so yeah so yeah I yeah, yeah. heard about your great weekend and uh, best buddies you know I support them with 100 yep. percent. thank you pal. great appreciate you great job with them um, so I, uh, I called in because I was, I was, I saw a tweet with Ben standing talking about the playoffs. Right. And I've been listening to the calls all day saying how, whatever, whatever. And, and I even called in and saying whatever, whatever about yesterday. Cause I, I didn't even watch the game. I went and had dinner with uh, my lady and her, her, her mother. So I wasn't really, I was actually following your tweets to watch the game. Yeah. I, I heard, yeah, I heard it. you say that you got home. What right in time for the game winning kick. Is, is, is that what it yeah, was? I was, I was listening. I was listening to, to Junie Dawson on the, mm. on the, on the 100.3. I think yeah. it is yep. to uh, the last drive. And I was just screaming, go for two. Right. Yeah. I said, go for two, go for two. And you know, they kicked the field. I said, all right, cool. I turned, turn the car off. 
go upstairs. By the time I get upstairs, turn the TV on, whatever, whatever, I see the last, I see DK Metcalf have like a 15-yard yep. thing, and I was like, okay. Yep. I was like, all right, I wonder what I missed. And I started watching the game, and I was like, after the first like four four drives, I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. I, you know, I didn't I didn't feel like I was going to learn anything. Plus, the second half was where all the points were scored, so... But I was I was going through the um, through the schedule, and that's why I called into uh, to the show is to see that um, we still have a chance. You know what I mean? Like no matter no matter how we cut it, no matter if if I don't care about our team in terms of like I know my team is going to win every Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm going every Sunday that my team is going to win. So I'm looking at the Cowboys, right? The Cowboys, we have two games against them. If we beat the Giants and if we beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, things get interesting because the Cowboys schedule have, they have the um, they have the Bills, and they got the Dolphins both away, and then they got uh, Lions at home, and then they got and then we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are also ahead of us. I'm not worried about them. And then you got the Vikings who are ahead of us. I don't know what they're going through. I don't know. I don't know how they won five straight games, but they did, right? Without without Kirk Cousins, and that's still a weird defense. So I'm thinking there's a chance. There's a chance that Week 17 against the Cowboys here at home. There's a chance that might be a meaningful game. So that gives me a chance as a fan as a fan to watch every game meaning something for at least next two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's, yeah, yeah. That's I, I mean listen, me. I, at four and six, nobody can say they're out of it, especially in the NFC. Like you said, if you have a really good four and a half day stretch. Now the problem is is okay, like th- I think they're gonna struggle enough to beat the Giants because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Does anybody really believe they go down to beat Dallas and, 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 and you know, because Dallas is cooking right now, but you know, Washington is going to bring it because that game means something to them. That game means yeah. more than the traditional Thanksgiving national stage. That is a marketing opportunity for this organization. And those players, I think, and that coaching staff and that organization care so much about that Thanksgiving stage. 430, it's the highest regular season game of the year uh, in terms of viewership. It means a lot. So I think they'll give a really, 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 really kick-ass effort. So they could walk away at 6-6 six and six a week and a half, and we'll be talking completely different. And then reality might set in, and the Miami Dolphins come in and <laughs> yeah, kick Dolphins, their ass, yeah. you know. So, I, <laughs> but that's I mean, it. we can we can afford we can yeah. afford Dolphins. Yeah, yeah, We can yeah, beat yeah. the Rams. We can beat yeah. the Jets. Well, we can beat whoever they can. It is, they can do a lot of things, as you know. Yeah. As you know, yeah. they can do a lot of things. Doesn't mean that they're going to do it. You know. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Ed. Thank you. Um, Thank good you, to man. hear from you. And I don't blame you for not ruining your life. I, you know, I would say this. I mean, I, I obviously I want people to care. But I've been asking people to care for a really, really, really long time. At some point, there's a shelf life to that. Now, I got to be honest with you. Like, sometimes I have a hard time caring. And it's my job. And maybe that's why. I don't know. But it's so frustrating to work up this energy and uh, almost always have you get kicked in the nuts. I mean, that's just, you know, listen, I, maybe I shouldn't say that, but that's just the truth. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to Lap uh, right here on the Team 980. Lap, how are you, pal? Hey, what's up, Rooster? What's Good up, work Lap? over the weekends, man. Thanks, man. That's awesome. Hey, I just, uh, man, I, I don't understand. That was a must win for us. I mean, I know the last caller, because I always look at the uh, – Playoff scenarios, you know, I'm, I'm a little more locked in than um, 
than Ron because <laughs> he still doesn't know when, you know, when mm-hmm. we eliminated or not. So it's mighty funny. He mentioned about, you know, we need to string some wins together. So maybe he'll start coaching and, and taking it seriously, um, you know, like you're supposed to, you know, early and, you know, stop trying to go on runs, you know, late when, you know, we can handle business early. Um, I, I just think the way the offense played in the first half was just terrible. Um, second half, definitely uh, the defense. I didn't like the call with Forbes and Benjamin St. Jude's, even though, you know, he made a bonehead move, but it, it, it happens. Um, I'm just really looking forward to where Sam Howe is doing. I'm really impressed. I know a lot of people in, in the media don't know for mm-hmm. sure if he's the future or not, but right now he's a capable quarterback and he can play, so I'm excited about that. And, um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, we're still mathematically not out, so no. we'll see what we happen. But this team does, like, just a little to lose and just a little to win, and it's very frustrating. So, you know, he, here's the, here's um, the thing, Lab. You mentioned Howell. Voice. You mentioned Howell just for a second. Like a lot of people feel like the only yeah. thing that matters about this season is evaluating Sam Howell and making sure that he's our guy moving forward. Right? I've never been a believer in that yeah. because ultimately it's about wins and losses. And yes, the quarterback development, the quarterback, uh, you know, thing. I, what what I'm most happy about is even though they're four and six is that the arrow continues to strongly point up for Sam Howell. And I don't believe, whether it's Ron, Marty Party, whether it's uh, you know uh, whoever it is is the new head coach, I don't believe at this point anybody could walk in, watch the tape, and walk in that building and go, nope, we've got to trade and surrender all sorts of assets to get – Caleb Williams or Caleb or 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 um 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 the the, the kid down in uh, North Carolina um the hell is his first name uh, oh what, god what? oh uh, Bryce Young no 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 at at uh, University of North Carolina um uh, oh University of North Carolina yeah I'm I'm blanking Tony on his Brown? name yeah I mean but you you know what I'm saying like like so regardless yeah. of what happens the rest of the way. I truly believe that anybody watching the tape, anybody walking in that building or the same crew staying in this building is going to look and say, well, how can I do better for sure than what I have with Sam Howell? Well, well, let me ask you this, Rooster. Do you think if if, uh, we would have went with Sam last year, his development would have been much better or probably about the same? Um, I still think it was the right move. Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, ultimately, in hindsight, all I can offer is my guess. this year. Yeah, I I, st- I think it year too. Like, I know if he made the playoffs. I think he'll have a good upside. I know. I, I, I hear mean, you, Lap. You need I, that. You need that playoff experience. I know. I yeah. hear you. I, I appreciate you. I, I still think it would have been the wrong thing to do to go to Sam Howell down the stretch last year, especially knowing what we know now. He got his ass kicked for the first seven weeks of the season. He he did a lot of things wrong. Clearly, the processing, the speed, and the awareness has kicked into full gear the last three weeks. We can all see it. Put him against that Browns defense on New Year's Day. Put him against the 49ers defense on Christmas Eve Day. How do you think that would how do you think he would have fared in his first game or two as a starter in the NFL? See, people are forgetting that. People are forgetting that. Uh let's finish it up on the phones real quickly with Cliff in DC, and then we'll do dumb dumb of the day. What's up, Cliff? How are you? 
I'm good. Y'all was talking about Drake May. but um, Drake May, there you go. boy. Thank um, you, Cliff. Y'all so much worried about Caleb Williams and Drake May. There's other quarterbacks out there. How you feel about uh, Michael Penix Jr. at the University well, of Washington? Right. And even Jim Travis at sure. Florida State, who's right now undefeated. Sure. I mean, we you know we're going to have plenty of time to talk about quarterbacks. I was just simply pointing out that I think, regardless of how the rest of this season goes, at least as oh, we yeah. sit here right now, I don't think anybody should have a question whether Sam Howell is the guy moving forward. Quite honestly, that doesn't mean he's a Hall of Famer. That doesn't mean forever. That means moving forward right now, right here, based on what we've seen this year. Yeah, he's got to take his lumps right now. That's all. Yeah. He should be better next year. Yeah. No doubt. And hopefully they don't slip up against the Giants. And I sit back and listen. Well, you know, listen, I mean, uh, thank you, Cliff. Uh, if they slip up again I, – wait a second. I can't even talk this into existence. I mean, the Giants might not be starting Danny DeVito at quarterback and whatever. They – if they lose that game. I was about to say, if we talk big here and it ends up – Coming up bad, that's gonna yeah, it's gonna be real depressing. But, but here's come the thing for, for everybody that like if they lose this game, they're gonna fire Jack, they're gonna fire Ron. How do you do that on a short week when you're playing on Thursday for a second time, and it's Thursday afternoon, and you've got a three-hour road trip on Wednesday? I still maintain we will not see any firings. Period. Until you mathematically, we are no longer. You in have the said system. that I, I, again. Don't want to call for anybody's firing, but. You know, at some point, and I, I'm I'm not necessarily a believer in this, but at some point you've got to change the karma, the chemistry, whatever it is, and maybe you do something just for the sake of doing it. And I don't know if you can do anything other than firing. Say, Jack, you want to fire up, whatever. Maybe, I, I, I don't know. But at some point you realize that something is not right. And it ain't working. And it ain't getting better. Period. Dumb Dumb of the Day next. We'll do a college football style version next to end the show. It would help if I turn on my microphone. I got so damn excited. It's time to end the show the way we like to end the show. With a little bit of laugh and a little bit of zaniness. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day. You heard Clemson's fight song there, huh? Hey, Dabo, it's Tyler and Spartanburg on line one. Wow. Dabo Sweeney, fourth and nine from your own 20-yard line in the first quarter of a nothing-nothing game against Georgia Tech. And he ran a fake punt. Yuck. What a dumbass decision that was. Georgia Tech immediately ripped off a 25-yard run and then a touchdown soon after that. Yet Clemson still was able to recover and win that game. And just as a shout-out, a double dose, Dr. Sabah pointed this out. The kid from Washington off the interception in a one-score game fumbling it or dropping it just before the goal line. Washington ultimately won, but man, that would have been ultimate chaos if Washington would have lost. And that is how we wrap up the show.
Congratulations, you're Chris's dum-dum of the day. Yeah, double dose of college football. We don't get to talk a lot about the college gridiron uh, on this particular show during Commander's season. Craig Hoffman up next. Have yourself a great Monday night. Thanks to Matty Essig. Thanks to Jay Gruden. Thanks to all you guys at the phone. If you're going to Monday Night Raw tonight at Capital One Arena, I'll be there. Come and say hello. We'll see you out there on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.